You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Today we debut for you the song Hedonic Treadmill from the album Demo from the band Cosmic Joke from the San Fernando Valley of California in the United States. Comparisons would be... Mm, I think everybody's going to go bad religion on some of these parts mixed with a good dollop of hardcore, maybe even some fucking Pennywise in there for the heads. Give it a fucking listen now. Ready in circles, ready in circles, ready in circles, going nowhere. Ready in circles, ready in circles, ready in circles, ready in circles going nowhere fast. podcast i'm patrick i'm bob i'm tom uh fellas i'm on headphones for the first time and i'm not sure how i feel about it welcome to the future <laughs> ah. welcome uh, to like, yeah right you, you know when your aunt gives you shit that she doesn't want anymore do, you, do either of you have this phenomenon where you, your aunt will go how do you like this sweatshirt? And you go, it's all right. And she'll go, I got it for cheap. It's yours. And you'll be like, oh, okay. that's nice. Yeah, it is. It is totally. I nice. don't have that relationship. I don't share many clothes with my aunt, but you know. <laughs> well, I now it's share headphones. Cool. I share headphones with my aunt. Tom, me and you, not not sharing clothes with our, our, fit our aunt's clothes. No, not so much. No, but but you know what, guys? Hit me. I think it's time for us to buy some new clothes. Oh, it is. Yeah. Let's go shopping. Shopping for new clothes. Um, <laughs> big thank you to our sponsors, To Live a Lie, Clothes Casket Activities, and two of our favorites that we're going to discuss today, Deathwish Inc. and Run for Cover Records. Um, Tom, where do we start? I say we start with Run for Cover. All right. Run for Cover Records. Uh, everybody's going to go to runforcoverrecords.com. We're going to play a quick game. We like this, the gimmick thing is fun before we do 
um, big shout out to Run for Cover for signing new artist Valley Palace. Mm. Um, yo, had no idea what this was. Was like, all right, these are our homies. Let's listen. Checked out the single that was released, Friend, and was like, uh, I was like transported to a warm, sunny day, like driving around. It was really nice. Did either of you get a chance to listen to the song yet? Yes. Uh, listen to the single. That's all that's up, right? Uh, yes. I. It's exactly that music. It is uh, terminally pleasant. You have to be in the space where you want to enjoy your life. Yeah, this is enjoying life music. Like, uh, you work in a shitty job? Don't listen to this song. You yeah. going to get ice cream? Listen to this song. Yeah, it's not, it's not mill music. No, uh, Tom, rainy day and you got to get on public transportation. Should you listen to this song or no? No. But if you're going to get pizza with some friends and then going to a show afterwards, should you listen to this song? For sure. Perfect. So everybody check out Valley Palace. Guys, do you know what it is? It is time to do the random merch game. Patrick, it's your turn. We are going to... You just discussed sharing uh, clothing with your aunt, yep. so we're going to uh, we're going to get you some new clothes, um, apparel in general. Okay. All right. Uh, I think I'm doing. Is this just all apparel? It sure is. Um, Tom, pick a page between one and nine. Seven. Okay. Very good. And then I would like you to pick a row. One to four. Two. Okay. And then I want you to pick a number between one and six. Five. Oh, this is perfect. Uh, Patrick, you are getting the Tiger's Jaw Charmer shirt. I'll wear it proudly. Um, Can you tell us one funny story about touring with Tiger's Jaw? Because you've done it at least once and have played a good handful of shows with with, with them over time. Uh, sure. Uh, don't know if I told this story, but, uh, went out with Tiger's Jaw and, uh, a, a, another band, a third band. And that third band, uh, the one fellow who's now sober, uh, wasn't at the time, uh, and first time in Europe, really living it up. And, uh, we're all sleeping at, for anybody that's toured Europe, you're familiar with this phenomenon. If, if you haven't, maybe you're not familiar with this there's spots that are like crash pads that you can't explain because they're not hostels. They're not owned by, they're not necessarily owned by a venue and they're not a squat. You have no idea what their function is, but there's like 11 bunk beds in them. And you know, Europeans are kind enough to just say, Oh yeah, that's, you know, the promoter worked it out. That's where you're staying. Okay, cool. Uh, we're staying at one of those spots. I want to say it's in like Liege or someplace like that. Someplace where Mm -hmm. there was a lot of scab picking going on. And of course Liege. And, (laughs) and, uh, we wait, uh, I, we have to catch, uh, we have to drive super early. We got to get a ferry some godforsaken time. So everybody crash, you know, nobody's going out. Nobody's doing anything. Everybody go to bed and we wake up with the member of the uh, of the uh, opening bands uh he's just bloody he's just a a, a blood covered john wick mess and i wake up to this i wake up to people trying to 
dress his wounds in a bath in a, in a kitchen, you know? Oh, okay. Okay. And the reason was he was, he just sat on the steps outside drinking and it was a late, late night. Uh, and you know, like other, you know how drunk people will just uh, co they just form coalition by virtue of being drunk. You know, so, yes. <laughs> so a guy sits with them and says, Oh, what are you drinking? They start smoking weed. They start talking or whatever. And then the guy who sat down has some previous street beef that follows Uh-oh. him there. And, oh, no. and then, so the, the guy that is our guy sees them, this escalate screams, that's my friend. And oh, no. gets into a beating. I won't call it a fist fight. <laughs> he gets into a beating where I guess him and his new With friend. With those scab pickers in Liege. Yeah. I guess him and his new friend got it all over the face because it was it was not looking good. But here's the thing. And I'm happy. That dude is a, a, a sweetheart of a human being. And I'm also happy for his sobriety. But. Uh, I think being the level of hammered that he was, was a definite benefit here because uh, being, being uh, like nose broken style fucked up uh, didn't seem to slow him down at all. Uh, got, got on that, got in the vehicle, got on that ferry and, and uh, was playing music that night. Uh, and I think that that was outside of the typical tiger's jaw experience. And they, in, in their own way, found that kind of fun and entertaining. So we're going to get this Tiger's Jaw Charmer shirt. We encourage you to, too. Um, maybe we'll tie-dye this with a blood splatter for Done. your story. Only one problem, Patrick. Yes. Currently, large is out of stock. Now, here's what, the question. What, what Can brand, we go medium or are you going XL? What brand? Uh, I mean, you know, nice brand. It's run for cover. Okay, I'll go medium. I'm going to say that I can stretch that shit out. I almost bought a medium the other day and thought, ah, it's such a gamble now that I'm so... You're a a medium at this point. I am. Yeah. Uh, Well, everybody go to runforcoverrecords.com, pick that shirt up. Tom, where do we go now? Now we're going to our friends um, in Massachusetts, um, our other friends in Massachusetts, Deathwish Incorporated. Go to deathwishing.com. Guys, did you hear about who Converge is touring with in early 2022? Mm. The Kings of Gent. Yeah. Meshuga. Meshuga, Converge, and Torch. The good gig. Yeah, it's really good. That's All right. A, so, a really good gig, actually. Um, playing Hammerstein Ballroom in New York. Ooh. Look at where the, where's the LA show? LA, they're playing Riverside. Oh, wow. At the Municipal Auditorium. That's a big spot. Oh, and they're playing the Palladium. Wow. Nice. That's cool for them. Everybody, if if you're just a fan of music... Okay, I'm going to say something wild. If you are a fan of music, you could attend this show. Sight unseen. You don't need to care about any of these bands. I can tell you they are all very good at what they do. So... If you're if you're not a Torch fan, which by the way we got to talk about Torch more because there's so many of our listeners who would enjoy the shit out of Torch, but the window on Torch's sort of hype missed them for whatever reason. So uh, we got to talk about Torch more. But it, it, the fact is, all of these bands are worth watching. You'd have a good evening. All right, um, 
Tom, we are now in the Death Wish shirt section because, as noted, Patrick needs some new clothes. Yeah, please. Uh, let's do this. A through M or N through Z? I'm going to go A through M. Okay. Um, give me a line between 1 and 20. 17. Oh, man. One, two, three, four, Keith Hernandez. Five, six, seven, eight, riveting radio, nine. <laughs> I like 10, it. 11, like Mike, Mike, 12. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Exactly. Hold on, three, guys. Three, uh, three and four, four and five. 13, 14, <laughs> 15, 16, <laughs> 17. Damn, Patrick, you're you're playing with house money today. You're, you're lucky. Um, Tom, between one and four. We're going to go one. Fuck it. This is perhaps the best random merch purchase that we've seen. The blacklisted black when people grow, people go logo t-shirt. Woodwear. I mean, clearly. Um, You celebrate this album a lot. I think we all do and have talked about how underrated this record is. Um, You know, it's funny because longtime listeners will hit us and be like, yo, you guys talk about this band a lot. You talk about this band a lot. But then there's always new listeners. So, uh, maybe you've never heard Blacklisted. Do so. They're almost inarguably, in my opinion, the best band from Philadelphia. There's going to be people who would argue and go, well, what about Ink and Dagger? What about All Else Failed? What about, oh, Broad Region Shark Attack? What about whatever? There's lots of favorites. So even if that's your thing, Blacklisted is probably the most important band from Philadelphia Full stop. Music. I'm saying that. How about that? So uh, go check out When People Grow, People Go. Get this shirt. Solid. I really like the the back of it. Simple. It'll make you look good. It's kind of like sophisticated. People are going to ask you about it, but it's like a good ask. So go to deathwishink.com. Pick up that shirt. Support all our sponsors. Let them know we sent you. Guys, how we doing? How we feeling? Million bucks. Tom, how you doing today? I'm doing better than Pat today. Oh, wow, you're two million bucks. <laughs> well, you did share the uh, the stolen salsa incident. Um, yeah, pre-recording, so I'm, that's kind of rough. I'm going through a, a stomach thing at the moment, so that, that that's a downer. But otherwise, I took a uh, train day trip to San Diego just to get uh, <clears throat> just to get away. It, well, just I, I went from I arrived at uh, about noon, stayed till about eight. Uh, and went to my favorite restaurant, which by the way, <laughs> shout out to the dude, I think his name's Dylan, who uh, recognized me in Ocean Beach and pulls his car around after yelling, yo, is that Patrick? And then pulls his car into a parking lot. I go, yeah, man, how are you? He goes, I saw that gray hair. I knew it was you. And I was oh. like, <laughs> I felt so old. <laughs> I felt Damn. so fucking old. That's how I'm recognizable now. <laughs> It used to be, oh, I, th- I saw your neck or whatever, you know what I mean? But now it's just like, <laughs> you know. Nobody gets old, nobody gets gray in San Diego. So Appa- no, apparently they don't. Man. Yo, shout out your favorite restaurant. Oh, that's Sips. the uh, Ocean Beach People's Organic Food Market slash, the, I call it the food co-op. Uh, and uh, they have an upstairs, uh, you know, bulk or by weight sort of area, area that you encounter at at uh, co-ops where they just shovel food onto a plate. You tell them how much you want. Uh, that is my preferred dining experience. I also just, I love everything about it. If you sit outside long enough, uh, there is a flock of parrots that 
uh, hangs around in Ocean Beach, and they will come into the palm trees nearby. Uh, parrots, by the way, just a total novelty for us. I'm sure if you live in fucking Brazil, they're annoying because uh, they're they're very loud birds. But yes, uh, th- they are to me. They're just such a beautiful thing. By the way, not native to uh, uh, San Diego at all, but they're getting on just fine. And they, like all us, find San Diego to be pleasant and calm. Pleasant and calm. And then you walk from there to the dog beach. It's a perfect day, which I did. Might do, might do it twice more before my uh, – I'm either going to go up to Santa Barbara. I have all these credits on the train still. So I might go up to Santa Barbara. I was going to go to uh, Indio. However, the uh, train would let me off at like 7 p.m. So then I would oh, – uh, yeah, You'd have would, to overnight somewhere. I would have to overnight somewhere, with which, by the way – Go camping in India. I think you'd be surprised how unreasonable everything is in India. No, no, no. It's, it's hot. Yeah, it's Thanks hot. Control. Everybody hot in the like cool way. Yeah. Yeah, I don't like that. Uh, Santa Barbara, not that reasonable either. But you can find, uh, you know, spots that are, uh, uh, you know, like uh, here's a sixty-two dollar. Uh, you sleep inside a van for the night, sort of thing. You can, uh, you can, you can crash on the beach down there. I mean, you might get stabbed, but. I don't, well, you know what? <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Why not? I was hoping to see you in the back in the backgrounds of um, Eric's Yosemite trip. No, that's with his folks. Otherwise, I I would go. Oh, okay. I I, uh, I thought about just hopping on the train with him to Barstow just for just to I would stop at Barstow <laughs> just hang out at Barstow, <laughs> uh, which I like all these shit pit fucking inland California hell holes. Uh, I think that they've got a certain charm. So they just remind you of the Northeast. They kind of do. There's a there's a serious rust belt desperation sort yeah, of phenomenon. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> all right. Uh, that's how my life is going. Uh, are quick, you, are quick you thing, Tom. Yes. Yep. Yeah, we're all good, uh, Tom. And I, we'll get to Tom today. You you brought up to Patrick a serious grievance in the group chat that went unanswered. I know. We should, I know. We should. We I should get myself all cranked up about it because. Well, so Patrick, as as per usual, is a poor promoter. That's a fact. And he, he, he wants promotes a, other people's stuff, though. I'm more oh, comfortable yeah. with that. Yeah. You would think John Guzman makes him <laughs> thousands of dollars a month. <laughs> I, I do. I do promote. I'm a burger head. I do promote. Uh, shout out Cauldron things. of Burgers. Follow Cauldron of Burgers on shout all the social media all, platforms. Shout out every the fight, all the bands. But. Yes. Once in a while, if you want to throw up, you know, hey, I do this podcast because yeah, I yeah. think he, he promotes worst possible timeline more. Oh, when he does it all, it's worst possible timeline. You will we'll never see mm. a um, an extra grind retweet, mm. an extra grind post to the story. I check. <laughs> I'm a fucking lunatic. Check, and I want to, you know, I I want to be. Um, I want to f- always have that rage of like feeling mistreated. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> so I, well, I go, oh, cool. Like we're talking about, you know, talking about the podcast. We want to keep, you know. Yeah, yeah. Everything's going things great. You want to yeah. fucking, you know. Keep the train on the tracks. Keep right. pushing forward. New this things, fucking loser's got 10,000 people following him. Doesn't mention the fucking podcast at all. I know. You know, uh, when when I am tagged in things, I tend to tend to retweet oh. that, that's uh, that's the way that's I, oh see how he swings the blame stick around Interesting. <laughs> okay okay guess as if tom you, should i tag i should just tag patrick and 
every, everything, every, every repost. Thing. Okay, all right, we yeah. got you. Every every last one, like all right. you know, one step closer is going on tour with Comeback Kid. Boom. Pat Kenlin in it. Yeah, we'll see if he <laughs> throws it, it up. For grabs, Yo. so he can just fucking hit a button. <laughs> okay, so 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 you you know my level of le- of like not promoting things. I cur- yes. I currently have my career is uh, I I have to promote this comic book right so for people Which that, do so right now uh, okay so frontiersman is available from image comics uh in september uh that means that if you want to benefit my life in any way uh you would call your shop and and pre-order it today uh and if you're not yeah if you're not like uh you don't have a regular comic shop you go to go into one local to you say hey i want to get this comic book by this guy patrick kinlan it's called the frontiersman it's coming out on image in september they'll go oh yeah okay cool we can get that in we're gonna get some copies cool could you get me one sure what's your name boom 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 all easy then you go pick it up in september no big deal exactly right and nobody's gonna think you're weird for this for this phone call that's the way it works. Uh, that's literally the way it works. So uh, comics are a very broken system, uh, but basically if you waited to pick it up on the shelves, you would be doing a, a third of the benefit to my life as if you called and pre-ordered it. Uh, I should be pushing this harder to people that know me from music because it is the one place where people understand pre-orders. Although I That's guess true, I guess the idea of of a brick and mortar retail spot doing being the the center for your pre order is a little different for a lot of people. Whatever point is, call your local retailer. I have a comic coming out from the third biggest publisher. It's uh, for my career. It's the biggest uh, thing that I've done thus far, and I'm also incredibly proud of the work. Uh, even if you don't like me very much, I think that uh, th- there will be something in it for you. Uh, the, the art uh, by Marco Ferrari is very beautiful. Axegrind's offering uh, money back guarantees on it. Oh, so. All right, all there right. we go. Um, it comes out. Of, it comes out of Patrick. So, yeah, that, so if you want to really go. stick it to him? Here there we go. We go. Um, so Patrick's going to work on his promotion. Yeah. Um, did you finish your uh, Kerrang thing or whatever the hell it was? I did. I did. Did I, you do the thing that I suggested? Which shout out to our buddy Ian. Patrick asked for small newer bands, and I was like, oh, I'll give him some ideas. And I said, you know, it would be really funny. If you just mentioned, you know, this like local opener who you saw one time, you know, nobody really talks about. <laughs> They're called Military Gun, something like that. Uh, they came up, but I didn't, I didn't troll very hard. I, I uh, but I actually, you know, I, I, I there was a lot of uh, tangential to Military Gun uh, shout outs on this one. Okay. All right. Um, yo, we're going to get into the meat of the episode very shortly. Uh, this is a record club episode guys mm. it's been a minute i'm yeah. excited about it are you we have surprises so it's cool it's one of those uh but before we do want to hit quick hit you both news came down that vinyl orders going in right now are now pushing out as far as 10 to 14 months <clears throat> how do we feel about that <laughs> I say fuck record store day. <laughs> yeah, the, um, the machines are so expensive. You can't even make, you can't even buy one. This is um, this is not good for my bands. You know, uh, <laughs> I so here's the deal, everybody. You don't want to take a pre order too far in advance because 
uh, as anybody who runs a mail order business will tell you, uh, there are the people that uh, email you the day after that they that they make an order, and then just never stop emailing you, and uh, that's really bad if your pre-order is pushed to oops, it's now six months out and you pre-ordered and there's somebody who is so invested in that $30 that they are now your stalker. Uh, Did you, uh, Pat, I don't know if just as part of this, please. And I thought this is a smart idea, which I don't know if I've ever seen before, or it was the first time I've interacted with it. I bought that, um, that discord box set. Mm. Ooh, like the first, what is it? First four years or whatever the first, first six, seven inches. Yeah. First six, seven inches. And um, they had a checkbox that you had to endorse, like saying, like, I understand that this is a pre-order. <laughs> My, but, you know, and kind of like it will not ship out any time before whatever it was. Really October smart. of 2021. Yep. And like you literally couldn't proceed with. I mean, not that like people are going to email. Fucking I was going to say, Tom. Here's the deal: the, 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 our friends who run labels are listening to this right now, going, "Cut it down! It cut it down by one one tenth. You know, <laughs> like the pain yeah, is still there. Yeah. I mean, or people that do shirts, or people. It's like a pre order is not like they're not. Yeah, people don't understand that like a pre order means like you order it, then they make it most of the time. Also, just separate yourself. From that $30, it, it just consider that $30 in the ether. You, uh, don't yeah, consider right. it. You know, <laughs> Gone into the wind. And if you need it that badly, you probably don't need a fucking drug charger. That's a fact. Yeah. So uh, I don't like that because uh, uh, here's a little scoop. Uh, drug Church scoop? Actually, yeah, drug Church actually has an LP coming out, yeah, you know, like uh, sooner than you'd think, given the fact that we just put out a, an EP. Uh, but we're all scared to announce it anytime soon because who knows what we're going to get pushed back to at the plant. So it is a bit frustrating because we got that citizen tour, which uh, thank you everybody. Venues are getting upgraded in a few places because uh, you are buying tickets, uh, citizen, very popular band, it seems. And uh, that tour will be really fun, but it's it would be even funner. <laughs> If we had vinyl, actually, it would be wicked fun if we had vinyl. Uh, but I don't not I do not think that is physically possible. Yeah, it, it's um, totally ridiculous. Um, everybody, just hold your horses. When the vinyl starts coming in, it's just it's just going to feel magical in your ma- mailbox. Like that's that's just cool. Um, Drug Church new LP is a good way to slide into the uh, record club listening party that we're doing today. Um, this one took a while. Guys, what if I told you a vinyl version of the record that we're discussing today that I believe I still own um, has a median selling price on Discogs of $826. Holy shit. And the highest priced version, the uh, which is the clear vinyl out of 155, the highest priced is twenty sold at twenty five hundred dollars. Mm. Now the lowest is five hundred, but all of that feels crazy. Would that surprise you? Um, and you'd be overpaying by about twenty four hundred and ninety. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to Google ah. to see what the most anybody's paid for petrified shit has been uh and, and we'll, we'll, we'll see we'll compare these two things 
All right. So today we are talking about the uh, record The Decline by the band No Effects. This was my pick because I really like this record. Um, I've had it since when it came out in 1999. Uh, it is the last No Effects record I bought. Uh, I believe it is the best No Effects record uh, by a considerable Jesus measure. And uh, yeah, so let's start first. What do you guys experience? Tom, what was your experience with this? Had you ever heard it before you did for this listening? No. Um, I'm not and your a, experience with No Effects? Um, I actually like Punk and Drublick. Yep. And that's literally it. So for me, and I think we've talked about this, for me, it's no effects, Punk and Drublick, and The Decline. There's some people who are like, oh, yeah, but what about White Trash? Nope, don't like that one. What about The Longest Line? or what? Nope, 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 nope. Don't like any of them. I just like Punk and Drublick and this record. So um, this is your first time hearing it? Yes. Very good. Um, yeah. One funny thing that I did oh, I want yeah. to bring up. Please. The, Patrick has a song called Weed Pin. Mm, it's true. a veritable hit. Hit of 2018. Sure. Yeah. A million stream song. Mm. Has more listens than this record. Oh, wow. By like a couple hundred thousand. Wow. Really? All right. I mean, Fat Mike owns a house. Yeah. So oh, yeah, I know. I, I, I got to call he my, owns a couple, actually. Got to call yeah, my business manager. Uh, <clears throat> okay. Uh, I, I just took a note of that, Tom. That's interesting. <laughs> um, although he, listen, everybody. I have he, a feeling he might have sold 30,000 copies of this on CD, if I, not more. Yes, correct. So every, everybody, uh, if you are in your 20s, this might be totally lost on you. The CD era made millionaires just left, right, and center. And the feeding frenzy that went on uh, after, what's the terrible fucking offspring record? Smash. Smash. The feeding frenzy all around that where uh shout out to Epitaph, by the way, for like breaking through a major barrier. Uh and kind of like no no matter how you feel about Epitaph, they broke through a barrier in such a way that uh the small labels uh after that had greater access to you. Uh that doesn't matter nearly as much in the in the streaming era, I would guess, but but it was significant. So at any rate there was a feeding frenzy around acts because there was, there was just people selling so much fucking CDs, CDs costing so little to make that people were making so much goddamn money. Fat Mike included. Um, so yeah, I guess I'll just continue hating fat Mike then. Fuck it. Patrick, what is your experience with no effects? Um, I don't have any really. I, okay. I remember the, uh, they've been in trouble for most of my life. So, you know, like they, um, like the, when fat Mike tricked people into drinking piss, people didn't like that one. Um, <laughs> the, uh, he, he made, uh, Las Vegas mad when he made an yep. insensitive joke too close to the, uh, the, the, Tom, you like Patrick pretending like he's only been alive for the last 18 years or something. <laughs> Right, he's like not not aware of anything before 2018. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, listen, I'm I, I think people when you used to have a problem with a band, you just wrote about it in a fanzine, and and uh, I'm trying to make a reference here, but um, the, the yeah. uh, uh, but you it didn't 
it didn't have this harm attached to it that it does in the social media age, right? So yeah, all the shit that he might have gotten yelled at for for twenty years prior basically didn't matter. It's just mulligan after mulligan until oh hey, it's the social media age. We're gonna tag all the venues, you know. And, and they're gutless as fuck, so they're just going to be like, oh, no, the, the, this person that was going to pay $36 for a NoFX <laughs> show would definitely won't come to see any shows. That, they're political now. Now, venues, make decisions based on what you think is morally right, but I assure you that your people are going to come to your venue. But it is a, it, it is a, uh, a different moment. So I don't even remember what the fuck Mike was in trouble before that. I don't, you know, whatever. I mean... Just being an idiot, probably. So um, you hadn't heard. Have you ever heard or have you ever put on yourself a NoFX record uh, besides this one for this exercise? No, I don't think. I think that somebody, I think he's not a listener of this podcast, but he's a longtime friend who uh, loves his, thinks that Mike's Cokie the Clown alter ego is actually the the like the real probing look into Mike and <laughs> and and has made me listen to I guess there's like Koki records I don't know but I had to listen to some shit where like I guess Mike does get kind of deep. Why am I referring to this guy by his fucking first name? I don't even Come like on, this man. person. Yeah, I hate this. Is, this this what, is some this is some his, fucking sports what, commentary. What's his government uh, name? I hate this fucking guy. Oh yeah, we can pull that up, Mike. Um, oh, this is a good question. I'm gonna say about. like um, Decontesto or some shit. Yo, so 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 you've never heard Punk and Drublick? I don't think so. Okay, you've heard the Shiloh cover of a song. I have, yes, that's true. Yeah, about linoleum. Right? Yeah, I, I wonder. I, I feel like, given your, you don't like the song linoleum. Um, let's see here. I like the cover. Uh, all right. His name is Mike Burkett. <sighs> Makes me sick. I think. So, anyways, that's definitely it. Um, okay. So, what do you guys think of this record? I feel like you trolled us. Yeah. Okay. This is like, oh, you want to make me listen to VOD? Here you go. <laughs> so, so uh, okay, it's, Tom. Let's walk through it. First listen, sure. I enjoyed not one moment of it. Not one moment. No, hold on. I'm building towards it. I just want to get. I just okay. want to get Tom's feedback on Tom. Did you, did you have that same experience, or did you enjoy some of it? Um, I enjoyed. Very, very limited parts of it. Okay. So on my first listen, I enjoyed nothing about it, and I resented Bob. Uh, second listen, I was sick to my stomach. Did not. I was like, I hate that this exists. Uh, this is an artifact of evil. I wish that I could cast it into the fucking flames of Mordor. I hate this. Right? And then third listen, which was today on my walk to Sprouts, I intentionally looked for anything that could resonate because I know that a podcast where I get on it and I go sucks is, Uh is not that entertaining. So no, I went looking for any part of it. Uh huh. And I will say that when they are a boring hardcore band, I like them. With lucky land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. 
Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Interesting. <laughs> I'm so, just going to let that sit there for a second. So, so there are portions of this song, which everyone, we should explain the song, right? So it's a, so uh, this is a 20 minute, just under 20 minutes, 18 yeah. minute song. And yep. it is uh, the, uh, let's read here. We might as well just read it. Largely a satire of American politics and law with an overwhelming concern for blind behaviors of the masses, such as complacency, indifference, gun violence, drug use, and conformity, as well as destruction of constitutional rights and con- condemnation Bob, of the religious right. I'm reading from Wikipedia. Today. I, I, I hate this. that. Th- I'm mad now. What, the what? trombone is played by Lars Nylander of Skank and Pickle. Uh, Jesus Christ, I don't give a fuck. Why does this... That was one of the only cool parts. Listen, <laughs> the fact... Here's the deal. I really... I was asked today in this in this thing for about the smaller bands and all this, like, mm-hmm. oh, do you still listen to hardcore primarily? And I was like, damn, I guess I do, right? Just boring hardcore <laughs> bands like No Effects. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was, like, I was like, yeah, I guess I do, damn. And I was thinking about how much... I still like, you can catch me, you know, like you can catch me with some like corny ass line that is tired and doesn't, I know you won't even mean in three years. You can get me. This was the least insightful pile of shit I've ever. He's literally just singing like, you know, and war we're going back. Like, it's so bad. There's nothing. Uh, you, Dude, are ha- you saying you think the lyrics are bad? You'd have to be not. So You're crazy. Listen, Eric was Eric. Said, Eric listened to this the other day because he because uh-huh. I got him started on it. And he said he firstly he knew the lyrics. And secondly, yes. he, uh, he 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 listened and he said, you know, it gives me a good feeling because it reminds me of being 14. But. I did not have this experience when I was 14 and I literally think that this is, this is not age appropriate for a 14 year old. You'd have to be 11 developmentally. You would have to be prepubescent. Oh, I think that's, I think that's, I think you're so far off from that oh, because I li- think you dislike this band so much that I think, I think lyrically this is so much more, so much superior to a lot of this, like, like to me, this is way more interesting than any Earth Crisis song I've ever heard. And I'm not, I'm not picking Earth Crisis because, like, oh, Earth Crisis. I'm picking them because they're a band who has lyrical content that you are zeroed oh, in. Oh, on, wait, right? lyr- lyrically, you think? Because if you said this is more interesting than an Earth Crisis song, I would say, yeah, it is. It's oh it's- yeah, yeah, yeah. Musically, musically, I think that's the hard part. Is that it's long, so I could see someone be like, oh. It's it's twenty minute punk song. Like, what the fuck do I need with this? But the music's beyond competent. These dudes are obviously clearly good players. That was one of my notes. Thank you, Tom. But lyrically, like, and perhaps it's because I'm judging it more against no effects lyrics than I am against I don't know fucking uh, uh, fucking crucifix lyrics. But I think this is pretty good lyrically i think this is some of their best lyrics yeah like i think it's and i think it actually touches on topics that are unique to the space and resonate on a longer level now 
is it age appropriate? Who knows? None of this music's really age appropriate, dude. Like, no, but it's like you know, like there's no lyrics that are age appropriate. Like you know, like but, but this is like age appropriate lyrics should be like, "How's my health care? Yeah, Do I have a mortgage? Is no, my rent no. paid? You know no, what I mean? This was like uh, the Wiggles. You know what I mean? No, like this, that's this crazy. Was, this was Blues Clues set. set, set I don't to, think so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> fucking California punk. It was anthropomorphic uh, something or another. Yes, give me anthropomorphism. No. No, no, no. I, I think it's, it's anthropocentric, but, but yes. Yeah, there we go. Um, I'm more in anthropomorphism. Um, I I think this is by far the best no effects lyrical content song. All right, we we've got most of Patrick's take. He did say he had no effects hot take. Tom, let me hear your because you thought you were like you you're trolling us. So yeah, I mean, <clears throat> this was um, I listened to this probably like four times. Yep. Um, over the in the course of the last like week or so, it's an endeavor. Yeah. Um, I found it a little tough to get through. Um, one thing. All right, so we, we had mentioned before the band shreds. Yes, drummer's insane. The two guitar players are fantastic. Here's my hot take. Let's hear it. I think I'd actually like No Effects without Fat Mike. It would help. So if, that's my big comment. You keep going, yeah. Like if Hefe sang, I'd probably enjoy this a lot more because he's like a super talented singer. So I wanted to ask you: Is No Effects one of those? Hey, you're either in on the vocals or you're out. Yes. Yeah, and I think Patrick, that's weird. Do you know any bands that are like that? Here's the deal, though. I'm oh, never, oh, I'm never mad at somebody for being out on me. I never, of course, mad. and I don't think this dude is either. And I would never be mad at someone. I think this is the ultimate. Like, there's bands where I'm out on vocals, where like 85 to 90 percent of the people are like, "I love this band. I love these vocals." So I get it. If a vocalist and this dude's vocals are nasally, and Tom, I had the exact same thought. I'm like. This dude's vocals will throw someone right off this record. Yeah, and I think, I mean, and this is like kind of a prejudice, like prejudicial. Sure, but I think like when I hear this, I think of like like dirty punks at like a fucking warp tour that smell like butt. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, that's not wrong. Yeah. You're you know not wrong. I mean? Like not in a like, and and I kind of go fucking posers, man. You listen to fucking, you know, like I hate I hate fat records. Sure. Like I hate fucking gutter mouth. I hate fucking leg. I don't like. I have nothing, no love for any of this. And I feel like no effects was like, you know, the head of the table. And to me, if I <laughs> needed are. like dudes who shred, who sound almost exactly like this, this is a band called Propagandi. So and I would listen to that instead. So actually, Patrick, you love Propagandi. I, I like some Propagandi and th- the the um. I don't know what you'd call them. It's it, it, if you were being lazy, you'd say dual vocals. But like it, within this, there is some uh, like call and response light yes. sort sort of material. Like I wouldn't call it pure call and responses. I, I don't know how to frame it exactly, but it's that like rounds. Yeah, like, they are a little bit. Yeah, there's a around. back and forth to it. Yes, and I like the old gray mashy. Yeah, old gray mashy. Like yeah, you get so. I love that. And I think that that works here too. Um, but you know, and I also like the first 25 seconds that are just a hardcore song. Uh, but 
Yeah, that's uh, we tapping out after that. Um, but the, but the propaganda like element of that um, type, uh, you know, like I really like that type of vocal exchange. That you know what? It's almost like in rap. It's it's almost like an ad lib. It is. Uh, it, it it's simply to add emphasis to to the last lyric with a very short answer lyric. I like all that. I think that works here. But that's all that works. Tom. Yes. Do you think the lyrics here frame the other no effects lyrics in a way that goes, hey, so so like what were you doing there? <laughs> oh yeah. I mean the other songs are about like, you know, people they knew or like dudes that drank too much. Yeah, like literally like sticking your thumb up your butt level right, style. Like the bruise. <laughs> yes. Jesus. I mean, yo, Linoleum's probably my favorite other no effects song. Right. It's about like, nothing. What? It's yeah, it's, it's literally gibberish. Sticking on your friends living like kitchen floor or something yeah. I, I don't know it's, it's literally gibberish it's just fucking stupid it's very catchy super catchy all right uh, here's my take yes and pat this is we got the title for the i wrote this down listening to it we got the title for the episode please this is dope smoker for people who like cocaine okay okay <laughs> coke smoker i i would coke say it's, I, I would say it's cl- i mean i this is more of a huffing gas sort of thing to me this this is uh, look, I thought about this a lot today. I thought about how there's bands that shit on other bands, right? And, yes, you. Well, yeah. in the past. And the, the, I was thinking about how counterintuitive it actually is because if you're a, like a snobby musician of, of some type, right? Right. I don't know. <laughs> The, the the person who likes your band, there's a good chance they actually do like the band you're making fun of. And this idea, for example, okay, my, my father was incarcerated. We talked about it on the show that he, whenever he's talking about somebody that he was locked up with, that's a total fucking knucklehead. He will, he'll then go, ah, but uh, it's worth noting. I was there with him. You know what I mean? <laughs> Which is, the type Fair. of self-awareness that you want from somebody <laughs> when right you could be like i play these same festivals along fat Mile. correct fat and and mm. and that's the thing like i can't wait for him to step to you wearing a kilt oh i'm actually in a oh fuck shirt. i forgot i'm in a no effects video fuck are you which what video the fuck are we doing here yeah fuck. right what, this what, dude this dude's part of the no effects scene, Tom. Like you're talking about you the stinky warp tour video? punks. That's him. Uh, but listen, I don't remember consenting to being in the video, but uh, uh, Bob, would you? Well, you were where well, they wait were, a minute, so. dad. Did you actually say freedom? Well, if you're dumb enough to dumb vote, enough you're to fucking vote. dumb enough to believe them. <laughs> These lyrics are brilliant. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. We you gotta sold be careful when you start, when you start US. dismissing. <laughs> Come on, Jesus Christ! To All right. foreign interests. That's that's. I'm just freestyling now. Is uh, that for you doing the call and response thing with propaganda? Yeah. Or? So listen. Um. Yeah, I take it back, Fat Mike. You're lit. Uh, thank you for the shout out. <laughs> on a very on a very real question, Tom. Yeah. Let's say this. What is the amount of people who like? indecision who like no effects like what's the crossover are we like, like a percentage yeah like would you say 20 like I one out like of five I maybe one out of 10 yeah. okay what's the crossover for drug church fans I now know you know what is. actually yeah. let me be fair it's 2021 exactly so what's the crossover 
Yeah, one in twenty. So yeah, one in two thousand twenty-one, Tom, yeah. it might be one out of fifty for indecision uh, and no effects fans. Yeah, but I mean, also think like Pat does play like punk rock bowling. Sure, yeah. I don't know. Th- that might as well be the decline. The, the there's fucking a lot musical. of people out there that are like waiting at that stage for fucking gutter mouth or whatever the fuck. So, so for me, this record came out in '99. I was seventeen. I like this yeah. record a lot. I actually think it holds up really well. As discussed with some other people of my age, um, this is the last no effects thing I ever really heard. I think I was exposed to stuff after this, but like it was all so cringy and bad. Like, here's the deal. Now, why is that? But like, so you love this record so much. I really like, like it. Next yeah. record, you're like, yeah, this is garb. Or like, did you just like garb. want something else and you never gave it? No. So the next record, one had an awful cover. Pump up the volume. It's like, oh, is that like a? It's like a. Looks like, like a, a. It's not claymation, but it looks right, like claymation. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Just stupid. With songs like, what's the matter with parents today? Dinosaurs will die. Total bummer. My vagina. Hero wanna. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Which you I just what? gave Patrick scribbling those down quickly for drug church record <laughs> you, titles. You know what? Uh, I'm back on the train. It's fine. Yeah, you're, you're in. You're you're you and Koki the clown. But that's it. It just um, it just like this was the thing was. I'm not a self-professed no effects fan. If somebody's like, "Oh, do you like no effects?" Tom, I think I have the same answer as you, which is like, eh, not really. I like punk and draw like a fair amount. If someone gave me a free no effects shirt, would I wear it? No. Like that's true for most bands, but like even yeah. then it was like, eh, I like Punk and Drublick. I didn't like the other canon canonical records of theirs. You know what I mean? Like I don't even like their early material, like the the like fucking the mystic record like, stuff. Like yeah. I don't like it. SNM Airlines, ribs, none of that stuff touches like I'm not into it. I don't like it. Um but I like Punk and Drublick. And I like the decline. And so the decline, it was just kind of one of these things where it's like, oh, what's this weird record at the record store? Um, and really enjoyed it. I don't know. Like, it's it's odd and almost singular in that way. So, uh, so yeah, I don't, I don't really. It's it's a hard one. But I was very curious, Patrick. You said you had a hot take about no effects the other day. Uh, I don't. And I think the big reveal is is out. Uh, I was going to pretend to be completely. Uh, I, I was going to stretch my dislike for this as long as possible and give people the impression that may, maybe he likes it. I don't know. Oh, and you were going to try to hide it. I was going to try to hide it. But the big reveal here is that uh, uh, now I feel bad because I'm in a NoFX video, even though I didn't consent to being in it, and I do have some respect for these men being like talented players, but. I could make a list starting now about all the things that I'd rather have happen to me than listen to this again. And they definitely include at least breaking my leg. Okay. What about being in another Avril Lavigne video? I would do that for free right now. Okay. Although, Um, although look, you're putting me in a position now, making me talk about Avril. Well, you know, yo, I don't know where Avril's at in her life right now. She just made a t- um, she made her first TikTok with Tony Hawk. I, uh, yo, it was really bad. <laughs> it was really bad. It was like I think she's younger than us, 
but she is coming off as 10 to 15 years older. That's because correct. She's so it's like when Madonna was in her kind of like confused period. Yeah. She's yeah. She's a couple years younger. Wow. What about she was married to Chad Kroger? That was a weird time for all of us. And when she married to the dude from some 41, she was before Chad Kroger and she used to hang out with Ben cook. She did. That's the, right. The, no warning dudes. That's correct. And they also hung out with Paris Hilton, which is interesting. Weird, weird poor. world. Yeah. Um, so this said, uh, no effects. Tom, will you ever listen to this again? Only in your car. <laughs> Patrick, will you ever listen to this again? Is there? Is it like a Saw movie? <laughs> you want to play a game? <laughs> Yo, you probably have more friends with no effects tattoos than anyone. Hundred percent. I just, yeah, I just yeah. sold like a hundred fucking work shirts. You know what I mean? Like I'm fucking. Yo, trust- Matt Miller is gonna smack the shit out. <laughs> when you. I texted <laughs> Mac, it was like, "Yo, what are your feelings on on the decline?" He said, "Come on," and just sent me a picture of his no effects tattoo. I, I, I straight up you know- don't understand. Hey everyone, this is Tuck from Fit for a King, an off-road minivan. Every week I bring you fun interviews alongside your favorite metalcore entertainers with my new podcast, Get Tucked. Join me every Monday with bands like Counterparts, Crystal Lake, like Moths to Flames, and many more. We play unsigned and undiscovered bands, deep dive into each artist's history, and of course provide the greatest breakdowns in current metalcore. Tune in to Get Tucked every Monday, out now through Sound Talent Media. Hi, I'm Daniela Clark. I'm Barbara Ann Wild. And we are The Honest AF Show. Our podcast is real honest conversation with our celebrity friends and pros. Covering our anything but average rock and roll lifestyles. All while tackling the hell that is aging and the battle of beauty. Oh yeah, nothing is off the table. The Honest AF Show is available wherever you get your podcasts. Were you I home? wonder if if I would like this more if it was broken up. I was going to ask that. What do you think? I don't know. There are no clear delineations, though. Yeah. Like, there are some parts that are like that. It just like stops. Yep. But you know, it is a pretty steady stream, you know, and there's a lot of like, th- like threads that go through it. Yep. I actually if I had to pick anything, I like the last like probably three minutes of the song. Okay. Interesting. Horns like the trail out, yeah. The the horns kicking in. It gets very epic. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't, that was by far the best part to me. Well, I have someone in the room with us who's joined us today mm. to discuss this record, and and I wanted us to talk about it for a while first. Uh, welcome to Axe to Grind, Mike Lawson. Wow. Oh, Mike Lawson! Wow, the, the legend. legend. Mike, can you hear us? I can hear you. What's up, buddy? How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Is your computer connecting via AOL like uh, landline? Or? Calling us from the car. That's, yeah, <laughs> I, okay. Honestly, it sounds like he's in, uh, l- like he's a cam girl. You know what I mean? We're getting a little token noise. <laughs> what's, well, what's going on with it? You just had some funny noises for a second, and it's uh, yeah, it's okay. We we inserted some more tokens so you can stick on with us. Um, Alrighty, Mike. I need to ask you a question about No Effects: The Decline. I'm the man for such a question. One, how many ska-related tattoos do you have? Uh, zero currently in my life. Uh, one. Is it covered up? One. It is. It's been covered up for extremely long time. Damn, Damn man. So he had a good checker pattern tattoo. Um, good. 
No, no, no. I mean, not good to me. I mean, I think it's a good <laughs> tattoo. Um, what do you think of No Effects: The Decline? Masterpiece. Uh, of of what? The only No Effects track that's necessary. Yeah, I think I would agree. And I like Punk and Drublick. Do what? Do you like other No Effects material, Mike? I would say from ninety two to two thousand. They only released good albums. Wow. Jesus. See, he likes them more than me. Like from White Trash to Pump Up the Volume. Okay. Good albums. See, I I stopped so hard at the decline and I don't I only like Punk and Drawbuck. Only. Is that I mean, weird? Like Tom is with me on the punk and drawbook thing, but like, are yeah, we? No, you guys mentioned this many times, which I find so crazy because I feel like this the no effects is so far afield from like the axe to grind target demo. Yep, that <laughs> is crazy to me. But I think punk and drawbook is the uh, the standard no effects album. Okay, but I think the decline embodies everything the peak no effects if you like no effects at all the decline is what you need and the only thing you need you don't think it's Yo, so, per- perhaps a bit ambitious to to start with the 20 minute song that's true but it, it's pieced together so well i mean i don't think it's it's that they did that well arranging it that it's not a challenge to get through Okay, so I found this record. This is the reveal to you, Mike Lawson. I found this record painful, but that part I will agree with. That no, to me, no one part is particularly more terrible than any other part. There's parts that I like slightly more, but you're not technically wrong that this is not. A, it, it it's stitched like together. You can't well deny enough. Patrick. Yeah, this this the flow for a twenty minute ish yeah. song. It flows well. And listen, it felt like I was going through the pain of listening to a regular length, no effect song. I think if you broke it up, it wouldn't work either. Like it only works because it's a 20 minute song. Like if you, if you, there's, there's clear sections that are separate from the others. But if those, if you, if I, I tried to like, Today I was listening, trying to listen to it and thinking of where you could break it up and it wouldn't work. It would be just bad songs, bad riffs like that just don't fit together at all. Because so so Tom was actually just bringing this up, thinking about like, would he like it better if it wasn't a one song, like one track? So 18 minutes, that's like what? Like on an average no effects record, 18 minutes is probably getting you seven three songs record. something like that yeah yeah i seen they're probably three minute two and a half three minute three minute yeah. and a half you know something like that i don't know i don't think it's i don't think it's possible to to break it up unless they there's there's certainly separate ideas in some of the like movements of the fucking record like to talk about a no effects record like it's classical music but uh but it would be hard to parse it you know because i think some of the transitions are so important to like the drama of the song, if there, if that makes sense. It is. I mean, it's clever. They, they, I, I think all of the transitions are very cleverly done. They do a couple 
just stops where there's just noise and whatnot. But for the most part, it is pieced together very smartly, which is silly to think of like no effects doing something clever, not just throwing out a three minute song that they've got this formula down for 20 years. But it's, I think it's clear listening to that, that they were just flexing. Like we're going to put together this, arrange this smart song and just show off our musicianship and how, cause that, that song also, they're playing really well. Like yeah. fat Mike yeah. is just like showing off the, the entire track. Like if you listen to the actual musicianship, they're really good. They're, it's peak. I think it is peak performance. Records. Yeah. Peak performance yeah. of this world. And Mike's right. Like that, there's no, it's not like there's no, um, there aren't four or five like starting riffs in the song. Right. So it wasn't like they tethered together four or five. Like this was obviously written with this in mind. Like there's no like, all right, you stop here and then you start with this part because this would be an opening riff to a song that doesn't really exist in this. But I mean, they do shred. I also, you know, I don't know if you guys ever listened to it. There's a, a live record of this. Yes. I, 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 I missed it. <laughs> Like, it's, sarcasm, the it's actually it's impressive to hear this played through. I listened to that once. Is, is, <laughs> is Mike Lawson playing video poker? Man, I borrowed my sister's computer. Shout out April Lawson. Shout out April. He had out. yo. Mike did the work to get on the podcast. Didn't I even really make did. us do some wacky shit. Um, they were asking me what I needed it for. I said, "Mind your damn business." Good attitude. Yo, the way, um, Mike. Would you? introduce all right would you because you said this i want to break your question out no effects far field from the average axe grind listener true what would be your starting point for no effects if you were trying to introduce them to the average axe grind listener i think you could play this because it's different it's not so i think if you the stereotypical epitaph fat records sound genre of this 90s i think this stands out because like punk and drublick it's goofy it's they're silly like the lyrics are i mean we all know what it is it's they're they're just goofball songs and in 2021 that doesn't hold up but i don't think this is this is the case at all for this one well that's that's just the equivalent of like being like, oh, you got to watch this video and then handing your phone to your, you know, a YouTube clip to your friend for six minutes. <laughs> and then sitting there watching like, it's good, right? <laughs> so you got it. So you're saying you got to say, look, if you're going to check this out, you got to strap in. Yeah, it's definitely homework for someone that isn't already initiated. Okay. So we, we talked about this. The fat records and you just said it, it doesn't hold up. Is there because Tom? I'm large with Tom. I like Punk and Drublick, but like you're not catching me like repping for no effects in a public setting very often. I love the decline. You know, I think it's a great thing, but I also am really kind of anti the whole '90s like fat rack epitaph like sound. Yeah, are we okay? It doesn't hold up. You're 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 nodding at that. Are there any? elements of it that do hold up or that are like, nah, you know what? People should check this out. I don't think I would recommend any no effects 
to someone that isn't already aware of what it is. Yeah. Now today. Yeah. What about other stuff from that world? Like what about propaganda? They kind of get the propaganda hard. Okay. Propaganda, the outlier of the entire genre for me because, but because they evolved so many times throughout their existence. Whereas no effects, I haven't listened to a new no effects recording since 2000. Right. But I assume it still sounds the same. I think it's safe to assume that. Yeah. You're not probably far off. But Propagandi is essentially a speed metal band at times, as well as having this 90s fat records sound at times also. Mm. I think they're, I think that's it from this era that I would actually suggest to anybody. Yeah. Don't listen to no effects in 2021 unless it's for X to grind. Oh, see, that's a nice, (laughs) nice push. Um, do you think that the average drug church listener could get anything out of listening to this song? Or is this more of a self-defense fan? Uh, listen, I think I feel like <laughs> don't forget it could, it, could, it could be an indecision. Listen, yeah, I mean, I think it's an age thing. Is a drug church crowd our age, or are they all young people? Oh, that's I, a good I question. Like, I feel like all you know. I know tons of people our age that are into it, yeah. probably more so than self defense. I think drug church people are aware. I mean, I'll tell of, you of no effects. We, we do clean up. Y'all play the festivals. Yes. You've yeah. played. You've you've probably played a festival where they played the decline. I. You know what? I I miss their set, but <laughs> but but yes. Uh, th- there is no doubt that there's like a. Uh, you know, I've talked about it. I really enjoy playing punk rock bowling, so I say this with all the love in the world. Uh, there is a like. I, this is my weekend. I'm going to be uh, on cocaine for 36 hours straight. Uh, and then I'm going to go back. Dri- I'm going to drive overnight 12 hours to uh, Idaho to go back to my job, uh, make, making Caterpillar uh, uh, heavy equipment. That person loves punk rock bowling and they love NoFX and they love drug church. And I'm happy to have them as a listener. <laughs> so, so, yes, there is some crossover. <laughs> All right, but I don't even think the plain person, no effects, fat records, like n- old older nerd hanging on to the '90s. I feel like even normal initiated hardcore like drug church fans still. I mean, maybe it's just me though, that because I came from this world. This is yeah. like the bridge from me to hardcore. Were these '90s fat records epitaph? You know, these bands, this band, yeah, the scene, yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a lot of people, yeah, a lot, a lot so. of people. I think yeah. so too. More than almost any any band, you know, or like like subgenre. I mean, it's weird to say this, but in the way that in the eighties, um, people were coming in through metal, right? I think in the mid nineties, you had an influx from that epitaph, warp tour, etc. Scene that was right. just giant, you know, yeah. Um, yeah. Mike, anything else on no effects, guys? Uh, I'm I'm good. I can't wait till Pat gets the offer. I'll take it. I don't got to like anything. I'll take it. 
Oh man, no, gonna play some like punk and drubbing beer fest. Or no, what if? But here's the thing: what if? What if Novak throws a curveball and it's like, yeah, the drummer's a huge self defense family fan. I listen, and he wants to offer self defense. You're not doing it. Yeah, you're I gonna do it. Who, I, who, I, yo, post COVID, Patrick. Damn. No, listen. Self defense will pro- self defense will probably <laughs> re- le- legit anybody who the members can watch them night to night and think yeah. that oh these guys are good players. Do you know what I'm saying? Like that seems to be the common denominator. I can get self defense to do anything now if they could just go like thrice. I don't know if they're self defense members that are thrice fans, but they all like know that thrice can play. So they're like, oh yeah, that's dope. You know what I mean? Because they just they're almost like uh, Bob. Do you remember the Agents of Apocalypse? Of course. So everybody, this is a comic book thing. They're, they were uh, the the minions of Apocalypse, but they didn't really serve Apocalypse. They just served whoever the apex was. So like, That's right. Once Survival Apoc- of the fittest. Yeah, and once Apocalypse was no longer the G, uh, they yep. just turned on him instantly because it's not about you, dude. You know what I mean, and th- and that's that's how self defense is with people that can play. If you can play, they'll they're down with you. All right. In honor of Mike Lawson joining us for the very first time, a uh, long time, uh, Mike, I wanted to ask if you have any questions for us because you've always emailed in excellent questions. Uh, goofball questions, fitting for the No Effects episode. Exactly. <laughs> Pat loves them. Um, yo, all right, I'll, I'll start. I'll start. This is a momentous occasion. Um, guys, starting with Mike, <clears throat> what's the largest size rock you would eat? I wouldn't uh, a pebble. I wouldn't want to okay, fuck Mike with anything bigger than a b- bigger than a like an AirPod. <laughs> right. That's a decent sized rock, bro. I think yeah, I can I think I can chew on that for hours. Tom, what are you saying? Um yeah, I'd go like very tiny pebble. Okay. Yeah. All right. Patrick, you're choking and dying. Um this is a, an old standby of mine, but I'm gonna flip it. What band would you rather be stuck on an island with? Led Zeppelin or the Beatles? Led Zeppelin for fucking sure. Tom, I, I'm gonna say the Beatles. Okay, Tom, uh, I'm gonna say the Beatles. All right, Tom, why the Beatles? Um, well, I mean, I think maybe the Beatles before they like started doing acid. Okay, so you're talking. You you want Beatles. like, yeah, you want you want Shea Stadium Beatles. Yes, I want them like dressed up in suits and playing like "Baby, You Can Drive My Car." Okay. Not like, <laughs> not that picture of John Lennon that I always send to the group chat of him walking around with that weird, <laughs> like Cokie the Clown. Yes, yeah. <laughs> um, Mike, why did you pick the Beatles? I want present day Beatles. I want old as hell Paul and Ringo. Okay, you yeah, know what? Who's, that's fine. Who's yeah, the best? Who's the best fisherman of Paul and of old ass Paul and Ringo? Because you're on an island, you guys got to I mean, eat. Paul's vegan, so he's not fishing. That's right. So Ringo's fishing. Is Paul gonna make you some good like he's foraging coconut meals? Yeah. What kind of? Yeah, he's gonna make you some coconut that tastes like bacon and steak. All right, all right. And Patrick, why'd you pick Led Zeppelin? I mean, just cooler just, dudes. Yeah, just infinitely cooler dudes. Yeah, that's true. Even even old ass, I think they might be. Uh, I mean, look. We've talked about it on this podcast. <laughs> nobody, Led Zeppelin. Nobody in there. Nobody's who you want them to be if they're thirty years older than you. 
Do you, do you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, if anybody that's 30 years older than you, there's going to be a sensibility gap, and you just have to be very honest about that fact. So, would they be cool? Probably not at all to me, but uh, cooler than the fucking Beatles. All right. Question for all three of you as the last follow up on this question, but then I got more. Are you confident that in 2021 you could beat up every member of Led Zeppelin or the Beatles in a one on one fight? Yeah. Tom? Um, could I take everybody? Hmm. Like one on one. It's not it's yeah, not like a mean, group. Tom, thing, they're you know? eighty. You could rip through them. Are you kidding? You right. do you don't yeah, need Tom, to think I'm, about I'm it. I'm picturing like, some straight up like Baraka stuff where you pick them up and rip them up like yeah. rip and their like, torso in each other. Yeah. Yeah, I mean they won't hear me coming because they're all deaf. I'll straight um, up uh, the, the two members of the Beatles. I'll they can same time. <laughs> you you want them to team up? Yeah, I don't give a shit. I'll give them. You weapons. know that issue. You know that issue of Spider Man where he uh, he takes on some bullies by playing them in a game of football with his arm tied behind his back. Is that is that what you want to throw out there? No, because I'd like to I'd like to punch them with both of my hands. Mike, do you feel like you could take them? I think both bands, same time, not not stressed. Just like a, a battle royale. Yeah. I feel like Robert Plant is like low-key still in shape, though. No, no I'll tell you, the only guy no. that I'm worried about is, uh, mm-hmm. uh, in terms of rockers, David Lee Roth still seems like a like a cocaine black belt. You know what I mean? So like, oh, yeah, he'd take your head off. Yeah, I, I'm well, not... If we're I, doing Zeppelin... Is John Bonham's son involved in the fight? No, oh, no, yeah, no. he's young. No, okay. we're, we're, we're nixing him. He he dies on the plane. Okay. To the island. Is John Paul Jones still alive? <sighs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. I mean, I think Robert Plant might have a little bit of barrel chest to him. And he's only 72, Pat. He ain't that much older than you. I'm not, <laughs> he's old. not that much older than me. Huh? Um, <laughs> I, uh, yeah, John Paul Jones is still alive. Um, I, uh, yeah, I mean, look, there are 72 year old men that I am scared of. Not many, but, th- but there are deaf. They exist. These are just not yeah. them. What about like Jacqueline? He'd probably fuck you up. Mm, he could. Actually, I'm looking All at right, John. Uh, I'm looking at John Paul Jones in what looks like a semi recent photo. He looks like that motherfucker from don't breathe. So I, I'm really? a little scared of him. Yeah. I'm looking at John that Paul dude Jones shredded right the guy from Don't Breathe. <laughs> yeah, the dude from Don't Breathe is very shredded for an old man. And I don't understand oh. how there's a second one, and somehow he's the good guy. I know, yo, how corny is Hollywood? Always that's like making the Saw guy the good guy. So John Paul Jones, I'm I can take him, but I'm a little nervous if there's drugs on the island. He looks. I mean, he's he looks like up. yeah. You go for him first. Like, do you punch him first? Like, wait. Do the dirt with him, and then you can like. Yeah, I think you have to. I think you got to eliminate him first. Bob, you eliminate at, him first. Look at his head in some of those photos. He looks ready for it. Like no, he he's had, definitely he's he had a he had a weird time in the nineties. I bet. Yeah. Like he was like, yo, why wasn't I the what were the the Robert Plant and uh, you know like why wasn't he invited to the the old party you know like shit. Um, all right. If you were a what berry represents you as a human most? Hmm. Chuck. Tom, what'd you say? I said Chuck Berry. Oh. No, um, <laughs> fruit Berry. Fruit Berry. Um, and why? Blueberry. It's my favorite. It's just my favorite berry. Uh, but see, how does I'm it represent you the, as a person? 
I mean, it goes it goes with everything. If okay. you want to put it in a shake, it works. If you want to put okay. it in a, you know. Pretty smooth. Yeah, if you want to, like, just hang out with it one-on-one, it's fun. Yeah, but it can go to a party. It in, throw it right, in a pie. It with some kale. Yeah, Yo, and mixed berries, you know. Yeah. All right, uh, Patrick. Um. I'm looking at 27 uh, lists. I'm looking at a list of 27 berries. Uh, oh, my God. I'm going to say, uh, oh, I would hate to be a huckleberry because then you'd have to have that line. The huckleberry. Be a huckleberry? Yeah, yeah, all the yeah. time. Oh, no. Yeah. Um, I'm going to say a, a lingonberry. Okay. Because cause it, looks, it, it looks like one of those ones that you'd be like, I don't know, is it poisonous? You know? You linger in the Ikea food section too long, too? I do. I was hoping Pat was going to say Dingle. Uh, All right, yeah. Mike. <laughs> dingle. I'm yeah. going raspberry. You're going raspberry? Oh. Why? Squishy. Always rotten. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> always some mold on that shit. Um, the U.S. government just announced that they're replacing one piece of currency with your face instead of whatever whack-ass president's on there. What piece of currency do you want to be on? 20. Okay. Tom? Going for 100 Ooh, prestige. Mike? Rare. You know what I mean? I'm bringing the $2 bill back. Oh, you're going to get on that. Do you know they're still in circulation? I like it. Not actually well, we'll rare money. More out with my face. There's been like a lot uh, printed since 2008. It's kind of crazy. Well, I didn't realize that. Yep. Pat should be the Sacagawea dollar because people always look at it and go, this isn't real. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Yo, you, did you, to, you ever try to use that as like actual currency? People go... What are, you, what are you trying to pull? I yeah. use it at the toll booths. I love it. Oh, well, that's true. But like, usually, so if you were paying cash in a, in a metro card for metro cards in oh, New yeah. York, oh, yeah. that's what you get back. Yes. And literally, people would be like, what are you, what are you trying to give me here? Yes. Yeah, if you leave they New like, York. Is this a European? Like, yeah. is this, you know, it's, yeah. Um, where is uh, where is the the place? Where do you picture yourself when you your last moment on the planet? Where are you? On the toilet, mm. Mike. <sighs> Didn't know I was going to go morbid. Had to go shake Jesus. it up. Oh no! All right, while we wait for Mike, Tom, in, uh, in bed at home. Oh, okay, comfortable in bed. Mike, you close your eyes. We'll work through it. Closing. Is this where like, we want to be, like, or, or where I we? I feel like I'm destined to. Like, if I die some boring ass way, I'm gonna be so pissed off. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm definitely saving children from a flaming building or something. Okay. That's very are you are you like pushing one last child out and then the the flames engulf right. you? It, okay. The building collapses. Like, there's no way I go out in a boring ass old man death all right uh be as specific as possible on this last question you have one sandwich to eat uh what is it where is it from what are you drinking with it um i don't I have found a, a deli in vb recently. hold on mike starting mike go Ooh. yeah please Cutting i found a deli in vb recently route 40 or route 58 it's sick the egg salad sandwich is like 10 inches high. I'm crushing that whole thing. Wow. And I'm washing it down with a Coca-Cola Zero Sugar. Okay. <laughs> okay. Look at you with that Coke Zero. Patrick. Uh, I don't have a location. I don't have a favorite sandwich necessarily. Uh, I, 
I, I, make one up? No, I mean, I, I don't have a fan. I don't have a, I can't even name. Okay. Subway. I'm at a fucking, I'm at a Subway. You're getting a couch at Subway. Okay. Yeah. yeah, You're getting tuna at Subway since it's not real tuna. uh, And the bread is made out of yoga mat. Honestly, my favorite sandwich all time is one I haven't had in 25 years, which is tuna. I'm not yeah, having it for my last it. meal, though. Tuna. What I'm having... It's not your last meal. It's your last... Sandwich. You're just having a sandwich. You're like, what's your favorite sandwich? Oh. From a f- specific place. Uh, they, get tuna. Get a specific place. All right, fine. Uh, uh, tuna that Rusty makes on an English muffin. D- you there know you what? The, the the Mr. Sub at the Four Corners, I'm getting a, 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 a Italian mix with a, a, a tater tots on top. Damn. Good pick with the potatoes on there. What are you drinking with it? Uh, well, is it limited to what's in that space? It should be in in nineteen in nineteen ninety when I would have had that. Yes. Uh, yes. Okay. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm drinking uh, a fucking uh, ecto cooler. Yeah, exactly. Uh, then we're going with a, a sprite like that. Nobody's changed the tubes, so you can taste the oh, bacteria. Yeah. Mm, the best kind. Tom, close us off strong after that wily pack. Yeah, that was just fucking terrible. Oh, um, I'm gonna go. Oh, here's what I'm doing. I, I was I was going back and forth between between two local more local places, but I'm gonna go um, chicken cutlet hero, like vegan chicken cutlet hero mm-hmm. from Crust and Crumble. Ooh, good choice. In Asbury, Asbury Park. Yep. I'm gonna go with a uh, cherry coke to wash it down. Nice. Solid My backup pick. would also be I had an Italian sub from Blackbird in Philly. Oh, oh. When I was down there for Mind Force, yep. Because they separated so anymore. Yeah, Blackbird doesn't doesn't serve pizza anymore. Really? What? When we we rolled up going down to the show, yeah, and it's like we do not serve pizza. I was like, is this like a is this like an April Fool's joke they forgot to take down? Yeah, what the fuck? And when were but you there? I guess they they have another spot. Either it's called like Twentieth Street Pizza. Yeah, that's only the pizza. Like you can only go there for pizza. Okay, but the Blackbird that's near like Underground Arts and and uh, like yeah, the, the one that's been there that forever. Stuff, yeah, is only sandwiches. Wow, amazing! It's quite good. Okay, Italian Italian sub, a nice Italian sub, tremendous. Tom, when were you there? Uh, July 3rd. Hmm. All right. Mind for it. Uh, Mike, thank you for joining us. Any last words Thanks, to the, the actual grind audience? I got a goofy question. It's not oh, that goofy, but it's going to bother me all day. Hit it. So I bet a uh, women's tennis match this morning. Yes. Okay. And I found myself very frustrated with following the score. Why did they score so stupid tennis it's yeah with yeah. love yeah zero 15 mm-hmm. 30 and 40 mm-hmm. you can't even sequence properly the yeah, mysteries of the either. world my friend who 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 came who invented tennis what country what where's the sequencing from who uh, invented tennis I'm feeling it's it's like the UK, but I think that could be wrong. Yeah, but why the sequence? I'm gonna say Macedonia, based on the metric system. Yo, actually, Patrick, you're not far off. Well, no, uh, well, no, you're not. You're not close either. Um, 1873, <laughs> Londoner Major Walter Wingfield invented a game he called Sferistike, which is Greek for playing ball, mm. played on an hourglass-shaped court. Wingfield's game created a sensation in Europe, the U.S., and even China, and is the source from which tennis as we know it today evolved. Let, let me let, let me hit him with a, a, some meme meme talk. 
Thanks. I hate it. All right. That's it.